I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! Insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It is time for Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate you. And we also appreciate you subscribing to the podcast. If you already don't do that, please do that for us. Wherever you get your audio, just search Silver and Black today. Turn on the auto download there after you hit the subscribe button. That way you don't miss a show anytime. We got some great stuff coming up this week and next week going into draft week. Hold on to your hats. We're going to have some great guests. We'll get to that in a second. But as always, um, my broadcast partner along with me on this journey is Mr. Mo Moten. He is the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. You can follow him on Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. That's Mo Moten. You can follow me at LV Gully. The show is SNB Today. And Mo, we're almost done with all this prognostication, all the guesses, all the rumors. And we're going to go through some of those today. But I, for one, my friend, am getting very excited that this thing is almost upon us so we can get past all the guessing games and get to the reality. So what do we got? We got nine days left into the draft to you to you have to uh, read these stupid mock drafts that are they're gonna tell you where players are gonna where people think players are gonna go. Because we're always wrong. Has there ever been a perfect mock draft? I probably don't think so. <laughs> so if, if you're stuck on this player is not gonna be available in this spot, you might as well move off of that because every draft year there are surprises. But like you said, I'm just ready for the real deal and the results. Absolutely. And obviously a lot happening with the Raiders. We've talked about over the last few weeks, the lack of excitement or some of the excitement. I've had some of our listeners and viewers, for those of you watching our, the, the show on YouTube, who shared with us this past week that, hey, actually, I am excited. Now, the overall feeling isn't one of excitement. We've talked about that for the last couple of weeks and the reasons for that are why. But certainly there is the feeling out there, okay, let's get this over with. And also, for those of you skeptical about Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, you will either have your feelings validated or they'll surprise you and you'll feel better about where the team is going. I think that's a big part of the psychology, Mo, for Raider Nation. You know how this works, though. Every draft year, there's a group of fans <clears throat> that will talk themselves into anything the regime does. <laughs> yes. And there are a group of fans that will question anything that the regime does. So 
it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I usually um I'm usually more active during draft night. This year I'm gonna be doing the live show at Bleach Report. I'm sure I think you're you're gonna be on with uh doing our part with Odyssey. So yes, fans will have to choose like like parents choose between their two <laughs> kids. Who are they gonna watch on draft night? You gonna watch yeah. me on Bleach Report? You gonna watch Scott? I, we're both gonna have great shows. So whoever you know, wherever you land, you can watch both of us. You can check in. You can switch back and forth. You can have two screens up because I'll be on the app. Scott, I'm sure will be online. You can get them. Yep. So it's gonna be a fun time. Well, yeah, and and for our show with Odyssey, which we're going to uh, later in the week give you guys details as well. I'll be in just when the Raiders make their pick. So it's going to be a guest spot for a few minutes to react to that. So unlike Mo, who will be covering the whole first round, if you're just focused on the Raiders stuff, you can drop in on us as well, too. So you can get it in stereo. You know, you put your phone, you put your computer. You can see us both a pseudo silver and black today, just from two different outlets (laughs) at the same time. So anyway, it'll be a lot of fun. But but Mo, the other thing, too, and we talk about this all the time, especially during the offseason, Whenever a big free agent or a big player out there wants to change teams, uh, of course, the Raiders fans, especially if it's a position of need, jump on it. We saw a couple reports, uh, Silver and Black Pride, I think, wrote one up and a couple other folks about Buda Baker. Buda Baker, the safety, talented safety with the Arizona Cardinals, has asked for a trade. Now, the Raiders have a need at safety. There's no question about it. This draft is not a good safety draft. Buda Baker is one of the best out there. He's only 27 years old. If you were to go get him, you'd have time. But the downside is, dude wants a new contract. So guess what? You're going to have to pay the man. And if you're going to have to pay the man, what worries me there, Mo, I would love to see Buda Baker in the Raiders' backfield. I just don't think it would be prudent at this time with the needs they have uh, across the board and what it would cost to get him. Now, I will say that someone did correct me on on Twitter, and and basically the tweet reads, initially when you read Adam Schefter's tweet about Buda Baker, it reads mm-hmm. as, though, as though he wants a new contract, and that's why he's unhappy with the Cardinals. But if you reread the tweet, and I guess it's, I don't want to call it semantics, but depending on how you interpret it, it could mean that if he's unhappy with the Cardinals and he'll stay with the Cardinals if they make him the highest paid safety. But if he goes elsewhere, he may not want to be the highest paid safety. Mm -hmm. But what I will say to that, my answer, my response to that gentleman on Twitter was even if he does go to a new team that's a contender, he's probably going to want a new deal because right now he's seventh in annual salary among safeties and he's a two time all pro. So I would imagine that he's going to want his either. I wouldn't say top of the market, maybe not the highest paid safety, but he's going to want a pay raise at seven at the seventh highest highest paid safety in the league right now. So I, I would think that he's going to want sixteen million or more. He's about fourteen point two million or somewhere around that. He's under fifteen million, but he's going to probably want to go over that fifteen million mark. He's probably going to be one of the top want to be one of the top five paid safeties in the league, similar to how Devin White wants eighteen to twenty million mm-hmm. on his new contract. And it was funny because not to ramble, but Scott. Remember we talked about Devin White on the last show and Raiders fans are like, oh, Mo, you're crazy for not wanting Devin White. And once they saw that he wanted 18 to 20 million, a lot of people like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. And this is my point about acquiring players by a trade. It's not as simple as, oh, he he would be the best player at the position if we acquired him. You have to look at the money. You have to look at the market value. Yes. And and let's put aside the fact of what you brought up last show about Devin White, which is he's an off-ball linebacker. He's not going to help you. Uh, again, it, it, so so from that perspective, you're paying all that money for a limited 
uh, guy who's not going to to really fill a gap for you all the way around. So so there's that too. But the Buda Baker thing we understand and and you get that now. If there's a way for them to swing it where it doesn't, to, and, and I think a lot of Raider fans are kind of upset that they're not making these big splashes. And if you saw uh, our good friend Sashi had talked about, well, this and that, I think he'd said something about not going after the lukewarm free agency. And we went back and forth joking with each other. But my thought was, you know, folks complain about not signing these big name free agents or going out and trading for big name players. And then when they don't work out or they limit you, from a financial standpoint to go out to get the rest of what you need, then fans aren't happy. So you got to look at it both ways. And as a fan, I understand the feeling, but remember, think through all of the intangibles and all the other things that are connected to it. If you can't just go get a guy, cause you need somebody there. You have to look at it from a big picture standpoint. And I want to say not all fans are, are in Madden mode. There are some, there are some fans <laughs> too that understand that if you pay one player, this amount of money and, and of course a top of the market deal it limits you from doing other things and the raiders at this point the way dave ziggers and i said this a, a, at least 10 15 times the way dave ziggler has approached this offseason he's not interested in paying guys big money even jimmy right. people say well what about jimmy garoppolo jimmy garoppolo has an incentive contract and his contract relative to the quarterback position is moderate it's not top of the market they're not paying jimmy garoppolo 40 million right if you look at the contracts the Raiders have doled out this offseason, none of those contracts are huge deals. It's a bunch of contracts that are either one year, one year deals, two, one to two million, three million here, there. If this was last offseason when they were acquiring Devonta Adams and, and Chandler Jones and paying those guys big money, then I would say it's a possibility. But this year it's clear they're putting their eggs into the draft. Absolutely. And that makes the draft even that more important as we talk about it. It's important anyway. We've been talking about it for weeks here on Silver and Black today. And so we'll continue that. Mo, before we cut to the break, a couple things um, I want to talk about, which is number one, our good friend Matt Johnson over at Sports Knot wrote a mock draft. And I've seen this actually a couple other places and a lot of chatter around the Raiders being rumored to move up to number two in the draft, right? We talked about there's only two quarterbacks that they like, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt's mock draft had them moving up at a pretty significant price, this is what he said, they trade the 7th and 38th pick overall and a 1st and a 2nd in 2024 to the Texans for the 2nd and the 188th overall pick. So that means the Raiders would be all in on C.J. Stroud. I hear this a lot. I think that um, the possibility remains. I think for me, my gut tells me it's diminishing uh, unless they can get value out of it. And C.J. Stroud, too. want to shout out to, to Michael Lombardi, our friend over at the GM Shuffle, who talked about C.J. Stroud. And this is something interesting, because you and I both were on the same page. We felt he was QB1 in this draft, right? Now, C.J. Stroud, though, as Lombardi said, he's hard to coach. And that's not a negative. He said that he's just a different guy. He takes a different approach. Then you have to coach other quarterbacks, other players. And with my questions around Josh McDaniels, now I know Josh McDaniels developed quarterbacks and helped with quarterbacks when he was in New England, but that kind of concerns me too because you look at the player, what his needs will be. He might be a little more of a high-need coach guy, and I don't know if, if Josh McDaniels is good or bad for that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, I'll say this. And Mike Labari has been on our show. So Mm -hmm. he obviously has a wealth of knowledge. I don't want to dispute what he sees in a player, a prospect or what he's heard or, you know, his information. But what I will say is that at this point in the draft cycle, you're going to hear all sorts of stuff about prospects. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying take everything with a grain of salt, but there was a conflicting report that said CJ Stroud is coachable, you know, like yeah. the day after Mike Lombardi had, um, had his comments. So it's for me, personally speaking, Mike Lombardi's comments aside, any other report aside, if CJ Stroud is there at two and I'm able to trade up for him and it's not an exorbitant price. Now that was the steep price that Matt Johnson had in his mock draft. But if you feel like CJ Stroud could be a, your franchise quarterback for the next 10, 15 years, you do the deal because we've talked about this. The quarterback position is so valuable that it could change the trajectory of your franchise. If you get the right quarterback, if you get the right defensive tackle, it doesn't necessarily change your, the trajectory of your franchise. JJ right. Watt, will be known as one of the best defensive linemen in NFL history, multi-time defensive player of the year. How many, how many titles did the Texans win with him? You know what I'm saying? So, so this is what I'm sure. saying. Even if you get a generational talent on your defensive line, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win a bunch of playoff games. Even Aaron Donald, the Rams had a good team around Aaron Donald, but the Rams didn't get over the hump until they traded for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. So you have to get the quarterback position right above all else. You can get all these defensive linemen, a, a good corner, a good linebacker, but those things don't move the move the needle as much as a quarterback. You know this. You bet, Scott, and I bet. When yep. the lines move, usually what happens is because there's a quarterback change, there's a quarterback sitting. This year when the Raiders sat Derek Carr, the line moved, I believe, three points in that 49ers game. If the Raiders had sat Max Crosby, that line would maybe, wouldn't even move, maybe a half a point. So the guys in Vegas, the guys in the bookies are telling the bookies are telling you the quarterback position is the ultimate value position, and that's the position you have to get right because it can change everything. Absolutely, and it'll be really interesting, Mo, if this scenario, just say, or a scenario similar to the Raiders trading up with Houston to take a quarterback, i.e., C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Um, it looks like it'll be C.J. Stroud that'll be there at two. We'll see. Uh, it would be interesting to see the the reaction of Raider Nation because. Um, you know, again, a bold move to move up to number two to get your guy that you think is going to be your franchise quarterback, but then the need on defense, it, it would be another polarizing pick. No matter what they do, I think it's going to be polarizing until this team can turn it around and start proving people wrong by winning. And therein lies the problem is that on one hand, you get your quarterback, and I and I get the other side saying you should go mm-hmm. defense and not trade the farm for CJ Stroud because C.J. Stroud's probably not going to play unless Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. So the reason you got Jimmy Garoppolo here is to take the pressure off of having to take the quarterback early in the draft. So I understand that that side of the coin saying, don't trade the farm for C.J. Stroud. He's probably not going to play. He's not probably not going to start week one, and you're still going to need a defense around him. So I get that. But if you feel that strongly about a quarterback, this is my bottom line. This is my philosophy. If you feel that strongly about a quarterback, you get the quarterback. Yep, I agree. All right, we're going to step aside for our first break here on Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. When we come back, we're going to talk Josh Jacobs. What's the status of a new contract for Josh Jacobs? Could it be a distraction 
heading into the next season. We'll talk about that. You're with Mo and Scott here on Silver and Black today. Don't go anywhere.